With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station. Welcome everyone to episode 51 of the Goldfish Marketing Podcast. Woo-hoo. 51. I know. Welcome everyone, my name's Matt Pollard, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Joining me, and you've already heard them there, are my fellow co-hosts. We have the lovely Ishtar Ali of Ancora Interiors. Hello everybody. Hi Ishtar. Hi. And we have the irrepressible Chris Roxburgh of my marketing guy. Don't raise your eyebrows like that. I said something nice this time. Wait, but we need to find a better descriptive word for him because you've used that a few times now. Oh, have I? Yeah. Debonair. Oh, nice. No, I don't like that. No, no, well, you don't no. like Do you Debonair? want to suggest that, Chris? Charming and sentimental. Okay. S- sophistic. Well, <laughs> that leads us nicely onto the subject matter, doesn't it, really? But before we do that, just some quick housekeeping. So... Um, if it's the first time you've listened to the show, uh, then why not go and listen to the previous episodes, which you can find at thepodstation.co.uk forward slash go fish. Um, there are 50 other episodes. <laughs> For the record, that's Chris Roxburgh's mobile phone, which he always gets to put on silent. It's um, it's a ra- it's a piece of rather badly targeted uh, advertising. We can talk about that in another podcast. We can do. Did you get that? <laughs> shall I shall I stop it recording? Yeah. No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, where was I? All oh, right. Yeah. So you can go and listen to the other fifty-one, fifty episodes 50. plus this one. Yeah. Right there. Uh, they're on all of the major podcast platform networks, so you can subscribe and then they'll just automatically download onto your device of preference uh, whenever the latest episode drops. Social media, Ishtar, we're on all of the socials, aren't we? We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. Boom. Did I get them all? Because I always forget YouTube, so I wanted to make sure that I got that in there yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we and, and we're there with a vengeance at the moment because Ishtar's taken responsibility for the social media and is out there with, with with a vengeance, as I say. Yeah, there's loads of fantastic content on there due to you, Ishtar. Well done. Thank you. I am enjoying the role of uh, marketeer, being the non-marketeer in the team actually doing the marketing. Well, I think you're the ideal choice. It's fun. I love putting random pictures of us all on there. Yes, there are some recent aged photographs of us on social media at the moment. You can go and check them out on Instagram. There's Chris, who's pretending to be cool in front of a drum kit. John Travolta. Hardly pretending, Mark. Ishtar sporting the world's biggest bum bag. And Mark looking like the juiciest grapes you've ever seen in your life. Oh yeah. Either that or a bad case of piles. <laughs> Be nice, Mr. Roxborough. Yes, be nice. That's all there. You can go and listen to it. You can watch the last one, because for the 50th episode, we had a massive live pod in the park, didn't we? We did, and we're coming off the high of that, aren't we? We were a little bit giddy for a week, recovering, which actually goes well into our conversation today, because we all were a little bit tired following that event. Yeah, well, indeed, indeed. I did then suggest off the back of that that uh, we do a live 
feed for today's show. At which point I started having heart palpitations and ran out of the barn. And Chris I wasn't ruled, bothered. Chris rolled his eyes. He says he wasn't bothered, but there was definitely some eye rolling. No, no, I'll, I'll go with the flow, whatever happens. But on YouTube, you can listen to the whole show on there, and if we do get to the point where we live stream it, then YouTube may be the way where you can also go and check it out. Yeah, and uh, I am going to just pop it in there that we are going to be doing some road shows at some point. Indeed. You said Wembley. <laughs> no, we'll stick to the north for now. Okay. And then yes. we'll work our way down south. But that's for another episode. It is indeed. So you'll uh, go go and check out. There's loads of stuff on there. Um, and there's some tips as well, because at the end of the day, this show is all about just trying to give people who own businesses a bit of a tip about whether it be marketing or in business as a, as a whole, really. Yeah, I think we're trying to focus on the business and the marketing side, like you said. So it's you know useful for everybody. Yeah. Um, what's the topic that we're going to be covering on today then? We've alluded to it multiple times, but no one will have realised until we tell them what it is and then they think back and go, ah, yeah, I get it now. We are going to be talking about whether an introvert can be an effective business owner. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody's just gone quiet. I know. Well, I was going to ask whether or not Chris thought that was the case. But that's a question I'm going to save until later on because I suppose the starting point is actually what an introvert is. Mm -hmm. And therefore, on the back of that, people wonder whether or not there is a relevance to this topic and why indeed it might be important. Uh, So, uh, I went to Wikipedia, (laughs) the reliable source of all information. And if they'd like to be a sponsor, (laughs) as every week we allude to. (laughs) Thepodstation.co.uk. Go fish at thepodstation.co.uk. So, um, yeah, I went with Carl Jung because he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Can you explain to us who Carl Jung is? He is a famous Swiss psychologist. Okay. And his definition of introvert and extrovert, I think it's a bit of both, was extroversion tends to be the manifested in outgoing, talkative, energetic behaviour. Whereas introversion is manifested in more reflective and reserved behaviour. Interesting. So, in essence, extroverts are loud and in your face, and introverts sit quietly in the corner. Yeah. That simple? Yeah, I think that's a good a good definition. At its most basic, yeah. There you go. He, he cottoned on to that question, indeed. You're absolutely right, Chris. I suppose we're a little bit of both, are we? <clears throat> I don't think anybody is totally introvert or totally extrovert I've met some really on the face of it utterly outrageous extrovert people who when they don't have that audience um, they are on a one-to-one basis you won't get to, you won't get a peep out of them They're, uh, they shrink into themselves and become you know pretty pretty what we would what you've defined just now as being introverted so would you class yourself as introvert or extrovert I, neither, I would. Um, I, I. I don't. Th- I think we're all a mix of both, uh, and I certainly am because I couldn't have done what I have done over the years without having a certain amount of of extrovert in me. But I think naturally, I'm probably introverted. What about you, Ishtar? I've got a bit of a different perspective. I believe I am strongly introverted, but know how to put my game face on when the occasion requires it what about you same yeah i'd actually go by that we were actually having an interesting debate off air uh with my other half about whether i was introvert or not because she didn't believe i was but i feel i am I, i your description there was probably a very apt one yeah where you put your game face on when you need to and you take it off when you don't have to yeah and i think when you are in the corporate environment as we used to be you just become accustomed to wearing that game face every day when you go to work whereas during the pandemic our game face has has been taken off for quite a long period of time hasn't it along with the pants along with the pants (laughs) exactly certainly the ones without the elasticated waistband I miss elasticated weights. I do. These jeans are really tight today. When you get home, do you just rip them off, (laughs) throw them on the thing, go, no, elasticated pants, where are you? But I mean, we've all had that period of time to just not have to wear that game face, so it's really difficult to have to put it back on again now, irrespective of whether or not you're used to doing it or not. When 
were you first aware that you might be more introverted in your outlook? When did you even become aware that there was such a thing? Um, I suppose for me it was uh, it was at school. I was relatively introvert at school. As such, you know, you're you're, you're regarded as um, well. I was introvert unless I was on the sports field. Uh, when I was on the sports field, my my um, not my personality changed, but my attitude changed because you know if you're going to put yourself out there in sports, you you've, you've got to you've got to be a certain type uh, of of extrovert in a way on the sports field, not necessarily in in life. But then when I left school and I became um, in my twenties an accidental salesperson, as as uh, Elaine would would call them. I had to uh, I had to be- become more extrovert than I felt I was because you can't knock on people's doors and <clears throat> open conversations with complete strangers without having a certain amount of uh, outgoing an outgoing personality. But I don't think it was natural to me. What about you? This goes back to the question that you posed earlier in terms of whether or not introversion kind of changes through your life. So I was leading all of the school plays. Oh, (laughs) really? school and high school. Are you a thespian? (laughs) I was, yeah. I got a star star in drama. Can you give it that? That is is such an entertainment thing to do. (laughs) A star wasn't enough, so just give them an extra star. And like, I I went and auditioned for like proper big films as well, like UK films. Didn't get them, but that's by the by. Yeah, I was asked to come in. What what, what did you audition for? I can't tell you because I didn't be able to. Oh no, go on. No, it's alright. Maybe for the Alcat Coronation Street. Nah, come on. (laughs) Anyways. So I feel like I had a lot of was that's one for conf- later. confidence. Yeah, that's going on the reels, people. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> so that I feel like I had a lot of confidence and maybe was a bit more extroverted at school, but then maybe that changed when I got to work and I was a bit quiet. Fed up with people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've always enjoyed group activities and stuff, which is something that we'll go on to, but... Yeah, I don't actually know where it's changed. All I know is that I hate, I've hated networking and meeting new people for my entire life. Yeah. I will literally be that weirdo in the corner, not wanting to talk to anybody. Yeah, or naturally gravitating towards the people who you already know. Yeah, what about yeah. you? When do you feel like you had that change? I don't know, really. I don't think I ever considered it as being a thing until maybe... Until I started my first business... Right. Because up until then, you do as you're told, don't you? So if your boss says, go here and do that, you don't really have any scope to think otherwise, so you just go there and do that. Yeah. And gradually you get to know, as your life experiences become greater, you get to realise what you like and what you don't like. And then when you start totting up the, I like that list and the don't like that list, you suddenly realise which one of the columns you tend to more fall in towards. And I think, I think that's probably it, because when I opened up my first business I had to do a lot more things than I'd ever done before you were exposed to a lot more things than you would have done before and therefore I was quickly going nope don't like that (laughs) that's going in that box and oh I quite like that that'll go in that box I think you're spot on about doing what you're told to do and then becoming more obvious when you become a business owner because I mean, we've all done pro- um, you know presentations in front of hundreds. Well, I have done presentations in front of hundreds of people, and that was again putting your game face back on, and it just being a part of your job. But when you're stepping out and it's your own, you're like. I, it- so how did you feel when when you when you knew you had to do a presentation in front of hundreds hundreds of people? How did that affect you? Um, I crapped my pants. <laughs> I swear, I was so anxious, and I had to just build myself up. But. but uh, I did it because it was part of my job and I had to do it and having a director title in a large company there's an expectation that you have to do that but um, it doesn't mean that I didn't feel drained or have a massive surge of anxiety before I went on or you know it it was just something that you did and you just put your game face on or keep saying it you just put your game face on and deal with it and move forward so if business owners are listening to this there'll be things that they're probably starting to pick up on going actually that that applies to me or that's applicable to me 
I did a list of things. Let me get my list up. It's not a comprehensive one, so don't worry. Of of signs you might be an introvert. I can't wait for this. Right. So uh, number one, need quiet to concentrate. Yes. No. Uh, number two, you're reflective. Yes. Yes. Let's just reflect on that for a second. <laughs> uh, number three, self-aware. Yes. Yes. Uh, number four, take time making decisions. Think about this. Not always. Uh, number five. Pass. <laughs> number five. Feel comfortable being alone. Yes. Yep. Uh, six. Don't like group work. Don't, no, li- I, don't mind it. I like it. Uh, I, I don't think you have to get all eight in order to be. I think this comes to the you're a blend of all sorts, mm. really. Seven. Prefer to write rather than talk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and feel tired after being in a crowd. Yes. Nope. So those are just some of the signs. I mean, they're not exhaustive, obviously. Um, but if you think of those, what kind of things, what kind of scenarios as a business owner do you think particularly challenge you if you're not introvert? And is introvert sometimes just, I've not done it before and therefore I'm slightly apprehensive about doing it? So, for example, podcasting is a good example. Mm. I mean, we're all sitting here saying we're introverted and yet we do podcasts. But every time we do a podcast, presumably it gets a bit more comfortable. Mm. You become a bit more experienced and therefore it becomes less of an apprehension. Does that mean you're less of an introvert or does that mean you're just a better skilled introvert? No, but I think the comfort in doing a podcast is that you can't see my face for me. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that that's the comfort for me. I don't mind talking to people that I know because we know each other. And so it feels like we're just having a conversation. It doesn't feel like we're broadcasting a message to... Whereas when I mentioned live streaming, I had a breakdown, <laughs> mini breakdown. Think what what kind of tasks as a business owner do you not like? Well, the, the very first time I had to, I, I'd avoided um, doing any public speaking, and I should have been doing it for two or three years in the role that I had, um, and I couldn't avoid it any any more. So. The very first time, I was sitting on the top table and the, the chap in front of me was overrunning. I knew he had 20 minutes, he took 30. For those last 10 minutes of his, when I didn't know when he was going to finish, I was gripping the table to stop myself running out of the room. Oh my gosh. That's how bad it was. Mm. Um, and I thought it was appalling. I thought my performance was appalling, but people were coming up and saying, oh, that was really good, that was... Uh, and, I've seen it video, I saw it on video, and it came across fine. Mm. So the one thing that I took from that is that, um, <clears throat> apart from have a table in front of you to stop you running out of the room, um, <laughs> was no matter how much you feel inside about little mistakes that you might make when you're public speaking, it's not as bad, it doesn't look as bad as you feel it is. And video, have yourself videoed when you're doing it, watch it back and that will give you confidence and that did give me confidence to do it again that that's uh, actually a good point about video content because we've spoken about this in episode 49 didn't we go check it out people yeah <laughs> like the fact that you have to put your face on camera and you know be out there for your business how scary is that very much so public speaking was that a challenge for you i don't yeah yeah but, I mean, I do it if I need to do it. I've done presentations for my business, and I will continue to do presentations. I do get really anxious beforehand, but I just put game face on again. Maybe everybody should drink every time I say game face, because you'll be really <laughs> drunk by the end of this podcast. What, what kind of things do you do to try and combat that anxiety, then? Do exercise in the morning of a big presentation, so... I've got my nerves in order. You have to feel... For me, I have to feel strong before I tackle something big. So that's my thing. What about you? Prep. Planning. That If, if ever you feel nervous about something. So personal speaking, you see, it's weird because I don't think that particularly bothers me as much. I find it exhausting, but it doesn't bother me too much. But I don't know whether that's because, going back to the podcast example I gave before, yeah. whether I was made to do that early on. When I, when I was on work experience, I was sent to do court hearings, um, which, I mean, the first 
well, certainly for the first year or two of going to court as an advocate was quite a scary thing to do. And to be honest, I never really enjoyed it anyway. But you get more used to doing it, so it yeah, becomes yeah. less of a mental hurdle. And there isn't a great difference between that and public speaking because you're having to think on your feet, you're having mm. to be eloquent, you're having to get across what it is you need to get across. So I don't know whether, like the podcast example, because I did it quite often early on, I'd never realised it was something that I don't want to do, I don't like doing. Yeah. Actually, it's now something that doesn't bother me. But if it's something big, planning is the best way of doing it. So I I will analyse what I want to get across. I'll make sure that what materials I need will be exactly how I need them. I'll have backup plans. So if, for example, using a PowerPoint, I'll think, right, how would I do this if the system crashes or the power goes or my laptop breaks? You know, is there a plan B? For a plan B. If I, if I can't have the PowerPoint presentation, is there something else I can do instead that will be just Go as home. effective? Well, that's plan C. <laughs> um, but if you do that, then when you stand up, actually a load of the the controllables are controlled, aren't they? Yep. And that takes a lot of stress off your plate yep. because yep. like uh, people might not be familiar, but we do a, a networking event on a Friday morning. Yep newgen-networking.com shameless plug yeah, come along say Chris invited you <laughs> and then you can listen to my jokes uh, but for that for example we have a powerpoint but I have every slide on there is there for a reason and it's primarily to save me from having to remember what I have to do next yeah. so I now don't need to worry about what the order of things is because I've got a slide that will remind me Yeah. so that takes that pressure off um, and gradually over the course of time you find little shortcuts that give you that bit more relaxation so I can work all, put all my energy on the jokes. It's confidence isn't it <laughs> it's it, it's knowing your subject and having confidence in your subject confidence that, that you know your subject whether you're doing it for the first time or the 51st time yeah, like today. Right. And it does get easier doing it more often. I remember there was a guy who was again at a networking event and for, for, for me I would highly recommend every business owner to get themselves to a networking event. There's lots of different ones, so you can usually find mm. one that suits you. But it's a great way of getting over that public speaking hurdle. Uh, I remember there was a guy who was a joiner, and he used to have panic attacks about just standing up and doing sort of a one-minute yeah. explanation yeah. about his business. And within sort of two years, he was hosting the meetings themselves. And yeah. to be perfectly honest, he did a great job of it as well. Mm. And that was just because... It, doing the one minute things got him into a rhythm and got him over that mental hurdle and as he became more confident it was just a case of spreading your wings and off you went yeah but the networking thing is also is a is a big thing i think now that people are meeting face to face networking obviously is a little bit different so you know as a business owner i was actually pe petrified to go into a face-to-face -face networking event and i used to just single out that one person that was on their own as well and kind of make friends and then the next networking event you guys then meet two other people and I would recommend that that is a you know a really cool way to go about kind of getting confidence in it oh yeah that's the classic tactic isn't it you look for look for somebody who's in the, the same situation Ranger. as you yeah. Yeah. yeah but there's nothing wrong with that that no, person might be not. your ideal customer yeah right? But it just gives you a little bit more confidence to approach other people. So if you were petrified like I was at that point, just seek out that person and then just build from there. Yeah. What other things then as business owners can be a challenge? I suppose Elaine, ironically, if she were here, would be talking about sales. That usually requires quite a lot of interaction with folk, yeah. which might not necessarily lend itself to the no. old introvert. I know. No. Like, you know making phone calls oh. how many of us actually make phone calls mark oh i i avidly avoid it <laughs> if i can send a text or a whatsapp or an email strangely enough i'd soon do i know other people who will just pick up the phone straight away and find a quite i find them quite annoying in, in the lovely way these people in a lovely way i hasten to in case add. they're listening <laughs> they won't be but in in the unlikely event that they are where they will just pick up the phone it's like oh and it uh, Ring, ring, ring. They'll sort the conversation out in 30 seconds, phone down. Yeah. But I find that exhausting. It is super exhausting. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
You, Chris? Uh, no, I, I suppose these days so much is put in writing rather than you know, it's just so easy to whack off a, a WhatsApp or a text or, or something like that. But uh, no, I, I, I don't really have a problem with a phone call. I'm one of the people that rings Mark, I think. <laughs> Indeed. But it's that fear of like, I don't ring Mark because I'm like, oh, maybe Mark's Might it be busy. a problem? Might it be a problem? That's the other one. Yeah. Is that why you don't ring? Because I feel like you might be busy, so I don't ring you. Or you. Well, he's a very important person. So I'm like, I don't want to bother them. No, I wouldn't have any issue with people ringing me for that sort of reason. My my apprehension is, is there a problem? Yeah. What's this phone call right. going to be about? Okay. It's almost the anxiety of, of Shit, I oh no, what, what, yeah, is, is this going to spoil my day? I've got this day planned. If I answer this phone call, is it just going to turn that whole timetable upside down? But is that introversion related or is that just I can't be... I've got some issues, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you're alluding to. That's nothing to do with being an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> you just not wanting no time yeah. shit day. Well, all right then. What, what other things can we think of? Because sales, going back to sales, you've all sidestepped that landmine but how do you sell to someone if you're an introvert if you don't want to talk to people you don't want to contact people right i think i said originally when you asked me uh, that i wasn't was, listening that, that, that <laughs> is was, that introversion or is that just rudeness i'll say that's that just, is introversion it's just rudeness um that was that, be, becoming the accidental salesperson was what my my not personality, but I had to. I had to develop a pair to be able to go and sit in front of uh, front of people and um, and sell. I suppose a fear of rejection that would fall into the introversion bracket, uh, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely, yes. But you've got to get over that if you're in selling. Yeah, don't you? You're going to be rejected more often than you're going to be uh, taken on, aren't you? But I think it's important to reframe the words sales. I've had to at least. Because I hate the concept of selling. I prefer to think of it as helping people. <laughs> For financial interest. Yeah. Less, like, you can't polish it up like your Mother Teresa here. I think and you'll find I'm Mother Teresa for reasons that will become... Hey, we're both clear. Mother Teresa. Oh, well, that's all right then. Maybe you are. Yeah. Maybe that caveat does apply. No, but I mean, like, it's that word sales that's a bit scary for introverts, I think, because it's not nice... I don't feel like it's a nice thing to think that I'm selling my service. I feel like if I can help you get to your goal, I'm available. The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. Can you be a good business owner if you're an introvert? Can you own a business if you're an introvert? I mean, obviously, we're all saying we are. Go on. I've raised my hand there because I'm really quite eager to share some really interesting information. Go for it, just start. Can I share with you really famous introverts that you may not be aware of? Please do. First one, Bill Gates. Yeah, he's all right for himself. And he's not an introvert. He is an introvert, as per Wikipedia. You cannot be an introvert. Are you, I, I know I, I, you're going to trot out some famous names, and I would argue till I'm blue in the face that these people are not total introverts. Yeah, but they it, can't be. Well, you're not. We're not saying it's black and white. This again goes to a, there's a grey area. But which which end of the spectrum is Bill Gates famous because? by virtue of being a, a computer nerd introvert sitting in a garage building a computer which I have to say isn't the most sociable activity in exactly. the universe <laughs> but it just so tra- happened to transpire that that little activity has made him a multi-billionaire yep. and he's now famous because he's a multi-billionaire because of the introvert process he started and as a result of his job he has to have a game face on and therefore, you know... Or pay millions of pounds for marketeers to make it look like he's got a game face. Yeah, but you don't actually see... I mean, he's not active at the moment, but like you didn't always see his face on lots of the promotion for Microsoft, did you? No, so, that's true. They trotted him out once a year for a, the uh, conference. Exactly, thing. and that was it. So I would argue 
as per Wikipedia, that he actually is an introvert. <laughs> so you and Wikipedia are on the same side. Well, they're going to be a sponsor of the show, aren't they? <laughs> Indeed, oh, yeah. that's true, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mustn't be rude then. <laughs> so just continuing, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Totally believable. She, she's a writer. She Well, she's gone on record as saying she she's she doesn't like being in the, the attention. Eye, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Warren Buffett, a gazillionaire. No. Yes. When do you see Warren Buffett's face on anything? The guy is a gazillionaire, I'll say it again, but you just don't see his face being plastered everywhere. You've heard his name, but not much of his face. Elon Musk, that was a surprise. Yeah, you see, I'm not sure about the Elon Musk one, because he does like to stick his neck out, doesn't he? Mm. I would I would say in that grey area, he's if he is introverted, he's, got a very, he's good very much on that borderline. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, believable. Again, these are all techie people, aren't they? Which lends itself to you're in your mother's basement, coding away when all your mates are out partying. Because you have to learn these skills. These people didn't become computer... And you're talking a different different level of coding, aren't you, with some of the things... These are people that started... In, as an introvert, yeah, I think I think uh, as someone one of you said earlier, <clears throat> you develop during during your your lifetime. You you don't remain the same person that you were when you were stuck in the, your mother's garage writing code. You, you you develop a personality. You develop interpersonal skills. You become, I would argue, uh, you you learn how to be more extrovert because you have to be. Mm. They get interviewed, they get um, publicity, they're on the television, the radio, whatever. Are you finding somebody else there? Yeah, I was going to say, is there anyone else on your list? Barack Obama. Ooh, I wouldn't have said so. I mean, he seems so natural. How can you put yourself in the most powerful position in the world and be an introvert? That takes some guts. Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah, shy retiring. But the whole point of this is these people might not have been perceived to be introverts but are actually running very successful businesses. So what is the key to their success? Yeah, absolutely. If they're genuinely introvert, the key to their success must be having good people around them, some of whom will be extrovert. But I think they're a mixture of both anyway. I think everyone, and as we said before, you adapt and develop your skill sets, don't you? And I think it's important you put yourself in situations where you can develop those skill sets um, to allow you to progress in that way. Because if they'd have stayed in their mother's garage, just coding away, they wouldn't be the successful people that they are today. Or if J.K. Rowling kept her little book on a computer hard drive slightly apprehensive about giving it to anyone for fear of criticism she wouldn't be making five billion pounds a second yeah so you need to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone a lot is what the crux of this is isn't it i think you've hit the nail on the head there yeah Mm. it is and it's finding ways of doing that which 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 allow for it to be done in the most comfortable of environments podcasting i've done probably over 200 podcasts now so it doesn't really bother me doing this but when i first did it as soon as you put the microphone in front of your mouth it feels like someone's jamming something into your face i had no saliva during the first episode that i ever did (laughs) oh i had dry mouth proper dry mouth could you yeah and and that's not surprising that's not uncommon first ever podcast I came in with the same blase attitude of no notes that I continue to do today and although this is arguable um, people may say that I've not improved I would like to think that I'm slightly better now with the same lack of notage as as, as I was back nobody then. would ever know Mark exactly no, no it's second nature you may not have notes but you have got your laptop in front of you I do. You are Googling things while we're talking. Multitasking. Yeah. Can I share some benefits of being I, I was just about to ask. Yes, indeed, you idea. should. Okay. Because yeah. so, we've stamped on introverts enough so far, haven't we? Yeah, but there are clearly good things about being an introvert, as all these famous people have shown us. So, one of the benefits is the fact that we are good listeners. What? We are. <laughs> Most of that was a good one. You're so quick on your feet there, Mark. I know. Thank you. Um, we think before we speak. Yes. Which is true. Observant. 
Don't you just like to creep on people while you're sat having a coffee? I do. People watching. Yeah. Fascinating. That's some, yeah, I love that. That's one of my favourite things to do. That makes me sound a bit dodgy. Yeah, it does, really. I suppose it you depends who you It depends who you're watching and in what, what environment. <laughs> yeah, whether it's during the day or in the but evening. But I suppose an example would be sitting at a bar. If you're sitting at a bar, people watching, how how would you feel if someone came and sat themselves next to you and started chatting away? God, I'd walk away. Yeah, you'd be a bit like, mm, I was enjoying people watching. Yeah. Or would it be, oh, someone to talk to? Happy days. No, I would totally walk away. We apparently have quality friends, yeah, because we're a bit more selective. Thoughtful networkers, because we won't talk to everybody. Compassionate leaders, apparently. Mm. <laughs> I believe so. That's probably because we listen. Yeah. Really well. Um, and we're approachable and good problem solvers, because we listen. So those are some of the key benefits. So whichever one of those you know you relate to then clearly you should use that as a superpower in your business, depending on what type of business you run. I suppose we should mention that we did a test, didn't we? Yes, which was... Before we pressed record. So this is going to be a tool tip that's in the show notes. Um, it's called 16personalities.com, and it's 1-6, not the letter 16. Um, and you can do a free personality test now uh, the website crashed when Chris tried to do it <laughs> a bit harsh I was doing it on my phone Mark. <laughs> largely <coughs> due to a lack of personality um, <laughs> very nice I must say. that's going to be edited no <laughs> um, you can do a, what's called a personality test now it, it sounds a bit more crude than it actually is it's based on the, the principle of personal dynamics um, i.e. that we as individuals have personalities that have strengths and weaknesses and it's not black and white as we've already said so they have four colour codes which yellow, red, blue and green and then you're a mixture of all four and then it starts getting even more complex with purples and oranges and things like that but they all have different strengths and weaknesses and so this test, because it's free of course is a rather overview version but you started doing this rather skeptical and when you actually got to read in the conclusions you weren't quite as skeptical were you well when the conclusions told me that i was charming and sensitive to others um no i thought it was spot on <laughs> very good very good test thoroughly enjoyed doing it and there are more but detailed ones <laughs> which perhaps would have corrected those errors uh, that chris has just highlighted um, but we all did it. We all we all agreed we'd do one before we went on. Now, if you go on our social media, um, if you go on Instagram over the course of the next two weeks, you will actually see some of the more detailed uh, results that we got it's from this result. Fascinating. But I, I, I was, I'll start with you then, Ishtar, because was there anything in there that you were particularly surprised by? I just think it's really funny that you and I have got exactly the same personality trait. Scary. It is scary. Very scary if you're in my position. <laughs> it's like a double dose of... Yes, I know, yeah. We're advocates. Advocates, yes, indeed. Strengths, creative, insightful, principled, passionate, God. altruistic. Who wouldn't want to be friends with us? Weaknesses. <laughs> this is why. Sensitive to criticism. Reluctant to open up. Perfectionists. Avoiding the ordinary. And, and prone to burnout. Yeah, that's not far off the truth to be fair what about you Mr Oxborough strengths and weaknesses um, I'm charming <laughs> that's Sen your opening line for the next introduction by the sensitive way. to others and there's another one you just need to send me a list of these and these can imaginative be <laughs> passionate curious artistic I'm actually not artistic at all but um, but if this program tells me that that's what I am, then that's what I am. Um, what, what they're fiercely independent, unpredictable, yeah, probably. Easily stressed, yeah, definitely. Uh, overly competitive, absolutely. Fluctuating self-esteem, yeah, definitely. So yeah, there is uh, there is some 
some merit in the results, even if one or two of them are way off beam. And can I say also, just everybody should complete this, because it also has romantic relationships and friendships on there too, so that might be worth a laugh. It's got career paths, work habits, and a conclusion as well. Yeah, so Defo, just, I mean, it does take a bit of time to go through it. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, which does feel like forever when you're doing it, but it's totally worth it. I think so. There are more detailed ones. It's quite useful for you as an individual to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are from a a recruitment perspective because going back to the business owner element of it, you're good at certain things and you'll either not be good at other things or you will have a preference to avoid certain things. Mm -hmm. And a good recruitment plan, I assume would be to bring in people who are good at doing the things you don't want to do or don't like doing or aren't very good at yeah and so you can then focus everyone on doing the things they enjoy and they're good at and over the course of your business you will have a lovely balanced workforce whereas if you have too many me and ishtars in the room you'll get an overbalance of a certain skill set and a a woeful absence of others. Well, have a really good time while you're working. <laughs> no, but that that's all well and good when you are in a position to hire other people, but when you are not in a position to hire other people, then perhaps it's a good indication of how you choose the, to out, the people that you outsource your work to, perhaps. Or indeed the people you with. work with, yeah. Yeah, so you might want to do collaborations with people if, for example, video content... If you wanted to work with somebody who's really good at video content on a collaboration, get that out there and, and work with somebody. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you an accountant, not necessarily traditionally known for their creative yeah. um, extrovert habits... Then you might want to work with Mark. You might want to work with... Yeah. And, and therefore, those two things balance themselves out, don't yeah. they? Someone comes up with the idea, someone pushes those boundaries and you can focus on the doing the bits that you comfortable with yeah absolutely so go and check that out people and as i say we'll we'll give you some more details i'm 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 desperate to give some of the answers to the uh, the questionnaires we've done but we'll we'll save them you'll have to go and search for them yeah we'll put them into social media um what other benefits have we got down there on your list have you exhausted them um we've pretty much exhausted them but i think they're pretty accurate and people just need to harness whichever one they, you know, resonate towards and use them to their advantage. And, you know, going back to what we said before, just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone constantly because that's the only way that you're going to be able to get over this fear. And it's only for a specific period of time and then you're back in your comfort zone again, isn't it? But being a business owner absolutely requires it. Do you think a business can survive if you are, say, an introvert, you can't afford to hire staff, um, but you are inherently reluctant to put yourself out of that comfort zone? I can think of a couple of people now um, who are heavily introverted but are running their own businesses and they obviously I don't know them well enough to to know the ins and outs but I know they're very introverted um, but they obviously put themselves out there and let's face it when you when you're when you're selling <clears throat> sales isn't necessarily we've all got this image of the uh, of the double glazing salesman who won't leave the house until he's got the uh, got the business until you I, throw him through the window uh, that he wants to replace I, I, know, <laughs> I know that that I know that that's a sort of 1970s type uh, image, but and it's changed a lot since the then. vacuum salesperson. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but but if you if you're just able to talk about what you know about, that's how it was described to me many many years ago. You don't have to sell; you just have to talk about what you know about and know how it's going to work for the person you're talking to. Um, so it's back to Ishtar's helping, really. Mm. But the social media, or the world today, lends itself to introverts in some cases, because you could legitimately run a business and never have your face out there at all, technically, if you wanted to, because you could just converse by email, by WhatsApp, you'd probably never need, you know, depending on the business. Or hide behind your brand, we, we've covered this in a previous yeah. one, haven't we? Are you the face of your business, or is it a brand? No, 
I'm not the face of my business and you aren't either, but you are, aren't you, Mark? Um, Chris? I'm Chris, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> no, 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 when, when you say, why do you say that, though? Because I don't want to be known as Ancora Interiors because when I have people as part of my team, that will become Ancora Interiors. Whereas, okay. So if I'm not part of Ancora Interiors, Ancora Interiors will still be there. Whereas yeah. my marketing guy is you. Yeah, and I have no desire to share it with other people. Yeah, so, whereas uh, I do yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you do as well, Mark. Yeah, I'm same yeah. as you. I, I tend to keep it a generic brand. Yeah message rather than from me specifically yeah, although yeah. Uh, Sarah White who's been a guest on the show previously is going to do some photography is she? Oh, I love some brand her. photography oh my gosh I can't wait to see the results of that. oh my god oh my god I've... she's got a job wait till that bruise hands. goes down yeah yeah <laughs> yes. he's got the, a corker on his head at, at the time of recording this I do have a bruise on my fod yeah. from walking into a tree yeah so you tell us leave me alone <laughs> Leave you alone, love it. <laughs> Thank you. Certainly you and I have said that we feel we're introverts. Chris, you're a bit more on the line. Um, but with uh, the self-awareness that we all three clearly have, what are the particular weaknesses or things that we avoid that you either feel that you should work on, you plan to work on, you're hoping to improve, you're already working on to improve? Or are you just perfect, Chris? Nobody's perfect, Mark. You're as close to it as anyone could get, though, aren't you, really? Uh, well, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, 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 it sounds it's awful to say, but I, I'm not thinking of working on anything particularly at the moment. I could work on my preparation for things like this a little bit better, Um because I did come along here with, and thought on the way here, I thought, oh, I should really have looked up what an introvert is. And That's why <laughs> you're grateful to have me. But is that, does that make him extrovert, that he could rock up with so little prep yeah, and, and get recorded? you and I got here an hour earlier to make sure we were prepared. If I'd known you were coming at one o'clock, I'd have been here at one. No, we were just having a secret mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was the important people just... But Mark, brainstorming but Mark you're, 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 you you rock up with no prep as well. You, you've said you've said it. Um, uh, well, you see, I don't think that's strictly true. Mm. So there's two things. If you're talking about the podcast, going back to what I said earlier, I've done enough of these now where, like, an intro and an outro, I can do quite easily. I've actually developed the ability to ask people questions, which deflects me having to say anything. Yeah, yeah. I can talk lots of rubbish. Um, that's yeah. that's just a. I think God just gave me that gift, um, and I do make notes. I mean, I know I make fun of notes, but I'll pro- have prompts. I'll yeah. have four or five key words. It might literally only be four or five words, whereas a f- the friend of mine, Mark Latham, will rack God up with him. fifteen pages of notes. He needs them to read from, whereas yeah. I only need a, a word that will remind me of the topic. Yeah. I was going to talk about so I do come prepared to a degree mm. and going back to the networking thing mm. um, I've created the uh, the notebooks that people have on their desk yeah, which yeah. has all of the information so if I forget to say something it's all there mm. um, I have the powerpoints to remind me of what it is that yeah, I need yeah. to be doing so I, 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 I might rock up to that meeting having done no prep for say the 60 seconds but I don't really need to prep as much because actually everything that I've already put in place around me. You've got good like, systems, yeah. Yeah, for example, we've got Ishtar now, so we don't have to do anything because she's just brilliant at just <laughs> doing just all our work. Yeah, she just tells us what we're doing <laughs> and where we need compliment. to be. And, and, and therefore, that says, I, I know I can turn up completely ill-prepared and it's all all right because Ishtar will make it all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd probably say I do. So I, I, I guess I'd probably lull people into a false sense of security. I mean, yeah, I like to be prepared. That's why, you know, I come up with notes and I've been sending you guys WhatsApp messages for the past two weeks. I'm like, just the cost topic for next week before I forget because it's one of those things where if it's in my head, I have to just get it down. Um, but yeah. What what would you work on? What What things do you think would really help you as a business owner that you'd really like to just polish up? Um, networking face-to-face. 
because I have a big F off sign on my forehead permanently stamped, I'm not even joking. And I haven't been able to remove it fully yet because I just seem to repel people sometimes when I'm in a networking event. So I would like to work on being a little bit more, you know, approachable. Do you think that's the nature of the events or do you think that's just your feeling towards the events? Or do you think that's your feeling towards the events because of the experiences that you've had? Maybe a bit of everything. Or is it your feeling about yourself? Because... <laughs> I've not noticed that with uh, with anyone you've met that you've you've repelled anyone. Yeah. I know, but and I've we... seen you in a few networking situations now. Well, we've been in networking online, which is a bit of a safe environment. No, I'm right? thinking back to oh, right, um, okay. Manchester, really, yeah. where you 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 walked in cold. Um, nobody knew one another. But you had such a friendly face. Was it, I was going to say, was it was it a relaxed ease. environment? It was super relaxed environment. Yeah, because Chris was running the sessions, so. Well, and we know he doesn't come prepared because he's just admitted it, <laughs> hasn't he? Oh no, no. There are there are some things you you have to prepare for. Yeah. Uh, that's what. Well, workshops are one of them, and going to see a new client is uh, is an absolute given. I don't want to leave anyone with the impression that I. I just well, no, it goes back to what I said, through, doesn't it? Wander through life, not no. preparing, and you know, having sales meetings and keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, it's a bit more scientific than that. But you created a relaxed environment, which clearly lent itself to you feeling more relaxed. I think if she came to our Friday one, she'd probably feel oh, equally yes, relaxed that, because we make I it know, very. However, I know we've you guys as well, though. we've all been to those networking events. You know who you are. Yeah, where it's like going to school. It's pressure. It is pressure. Nobody has a personality or a sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. You know who you are, people. <laughs> and the other thing I would work on is video content because despite the fact that we are not our brand, people, we are selling a service, right? So people have to like us. Sorry. People have to like us, and so there needs to be a little bit of an element of us in there. Do you not agree? Your face says otherwise. Absolutely, yeah. No, I, I I do agree. I'm just I'm your trying face to think. is never out there. We need to get your face out there. But do, does it need to be out there? Is it more about the quality of the output that allows you allows people? Because again, if people listen to this and think, I really, I, there's no chance you'll get me on the other side of a camera. Is the output of their business enough for them not to necessarily have to work at that? Well, at this point, you are the USP for your business, aren't you? So if you're, the quality of your output is similar to somebody else's quality, what's the differentiating factor between you and somebody else? They're going to want to work with you because you're fun to work with, and given that you're in the creative industry, like I, I would want to work with someone who's fun. I'm not sure the bruise on my forehead that currently exists All right, well, lends itself was any... It, was it an ex-client tree you walked for, for the benefit of the recording people, <laughs> I, take a picture of I was multitasking. Way. So having having dropped something <laughs> off, um, because I'm a kind, caring person, C-section of my personality test, <laughs> um, I, I was replying to an email whilst not watching where I was going and there was a low-hanging branch which oh. I introduced myself to whilst walking purposefully because I'm busy and important yeah, yeah, yeah. and whilst multitasking, i.e. not looking where I was going. Well, at least you weren't driving. No. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. That's what Siri's there for. <laughs> Ishtar's now taking a picture of, is it Chris or my forehead? Chris, and then I'm going to do yours. <laughs> do my forehead. Yeah. A lesson, people, of why you should only reply on your phone when you're not in transit. Yes. Um, so, yes. Um, diversion, have we covered it? I, th I think... I think Are we agreed that, that there is no such thing as a total introvert or a total extrovert? That we're all a bit of a mixture of, uh, of both? And that... Is everyone in agreement <laughs> that everyone's a bit of both? I'm not in agreement... So do you think you're 100% introvert then? Well, according to the results, I'm pretty much introverted. But you're not, are you? Wasn't it 70% well, or 67%? Okay, so well, all right, let, let me flip that question around. Do you think that the results of that test will be the same, say, if we did it in 12 months' time? No. And you'd been podcasting for 12 months and you'd obviously come to the new gen networking.com uh, Friday morning Shame networking me meeting and... On one of my invitations. Yes, one of Chris's invitations. No, it, I mean, you can be in... Okay, so 
your game face going back to it there's going to be some very drunk people at the end of this podcast <laughs> by the way but yeah the game face becomes not a game face it becomes normal the more that you do it right so the fact that yeah. now i'm on my sixth podcast and i haven't got dry mouth is a success right because i've obviously done it a few times and of course because you've had a coffee from the barn the barn we're all dot com yeah dot co dot uk Come oh my god over for your coffees <laughs> yes yeah so it becomes normal. So I, I think, depending on the subject, it can be less. Oh, I don't know. You, uh, one thing we didn't touch on was how knackered you feel. Yeah. After you've had to put your game face on. How? I when I do the networking on a Friday morning, I am goosed after it's finished about lunchtime, and I've actually now started going to the gym afterwards. And then accepting that whatever I'll get done or not get done in that Friday afternoon is what it is. Because I've tried sitting down and focusing on something after a networking and I just can't do it. How did you feel after the podcast live last week? Or the week before? Brain was fried. Absolutely fine. Just Gosh. just fancied a pint. Really? Mm. I slept super early and was tired the whole day after that. Yeah. It's because it feels exhausting if you have to make conversation with people that you don't consider to be your close friends. Because like my close friends will know if if I'm sitting quiet, it's because I've got nothing to say. And to be honest, most of my mates will sit there quiet too. And there's probably a football match on in the background that we're just watching, yeah. and no need say anything, and everything's fine. Whereas in a networking environment, you've got to make conversation, haven't you? Because you don't necessarily know those people. And, you don't want that awkward silence. And we were on show. The, the difference is yeah. you, you two probably put a whole lot more into it than I did. <laughs> so you were you were exhausted and I rocked up with no notes and, uh, and, and was fairly relaxed about it all. But it's the anxiety because you were worried about the live stream thing. I wasn't keen about the live stream thing, but having done it actually uh, for the barn at Christmas, I knew how it worked, so I didn't have that anxiety and I knew that once we pressed record I actually probably wouldn't even remember that it was on because I'd be busy doing other things so it didn't bother me but it did you didn't it yeah but it still expended the same energy for you that it did for me so it's interesting that it impacted us both but in very different ways the result was the same it didn't actually occur to me um, that until until Ishtar was was looking at some of the messages at the at the end um, and we were answering some of the messages uh, just wasn't on my radar that you, we were recording yeah I don't want to sound thick there I knew we were no I, but you <laughs> but forgot about the fact it, that there was it, cameras but and you know it was what it was yeah. um, so get on with it and it's a podcast mm. fascinating let us know yeah. Let us know what your challenges are as a business owner, whether it be extrovert or introvert, because I suppose we focus very much on the introvert. All of what we've discussed could be flipped for an extrovert. Extroverts oh, tend yeah. to be lo- louder, noisier, more in your face. Which that doesn't make extroverts sound very nice. No, it, well, but that, isn't <laughs> well, that the, isn't that the point? Well, isn't that the point though? Because some people are just generally bubbly and yeah. lively and Maybe full of fun and energy. Yeah. And and that's not a bad thing, but if someone like that comes into the room, I naturally just shrink away from them because there's a range. Yeah, isn't there? and and that's what I mean. And yeah. So we focused on the introvert pros and cons, but there is the same sort of pros and cons, albeit from different angles, from mm-hmm. a more extrovert perspective. So let us know, people, which sort of category do you tend to more fall towards? Yeah. What are the challenges you face? Yeah, and did any of this resonate with you? Yeah. Is, is there anything we didn't touch on? Yeah. You think would be particularly useful? Please send yes, us let, a message. Let's get those messages any, in. Yeah, we haven't had any messages and it's kind of lonely. Where would you like people to send the messages to? Ishtar? Instagram. Yeah. Preferably. And it's go underscore fish marketing yeah. on the old instos. Yeah, or Facebook. Or send us, just send us a message. God, find us somehow. Go fish at thepodstation.co.uk if you want to send us a lengthy email. Or just, you know, contact Chris Roxborough, Mark Pollard or Ishtar Ali and we'll still get the message. Absolutely. If you prefer one over the other. Fun. <laughs> Which would be perfectly natural. Yeah. Well, no more comments on that. <laughs> Um, before we start a war uh, if people want to get in touch with you Ishtar if they're feeling like they want to speak to you on the telephone please don't (laughs) you can send me a DM 
on Ancora Interiors uh, Instagram page or on my LinkedIn profile, Ishtar Ali. I will not give my number in case there are weirdos listening to <laughs> Mr. Roxby, you really? never have your phone on you silent, can... so surely you're, you're blasé with your number. Yep, you can I saw you it can in a telephone me. booth the other day. <laughs> You can ring me on 07742664662. Happy to talk to anyone, anytime. Well, within reason. And you've got a new thing on your website, and you've got to give me your website address because you know it makes me chuckle. Uh, my website address is www.mymarketingguy with two G's in the middle, .co.uk. Excellent. And you're going to be launching something new and exciting on there, aren't you? Very shortly. I am indeed, but we'll save that for another time. Ooh. Who's designed his new website? Oh, well, it's not the new website, no. is it? It was just a cheeky little... I don't know wants to spell the surprise now. Mm. Intrigued. He's going places, is that Mr. Roxburgh? Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Very exciting. Well, we introverts, you know. <laughs> Fantastic, guys, and you and can get in touch with me. Yeah, it, it, same. Any of the socials, just funky vibes with a three, not an E. And uh, Mark Pollard with two L's. Yeah, and a D. And a day, yeah. Yeah. And it's actually Mark a. R. Pollard because there is Mark Pollards out there, apparently a world class fisherman. Oh, oh really? Mm. Interesting. So, um, fantastic. Well, guys, thank you very much for that show. Do we know what the topic is we're going to be covering next time? It's a secret. Hunt a clue. Excellent. Well, with that <laughs> eager anticipation hanging over your heads, people. But I'm can, preparing for it. You can catch us again in a fortnight uh, when Chris will rack up equally as prepared as he has done today. Uh, give us a review on the old podcast platforms, preferably five stars. It just helps us be seen by more people. Shed and spread the word. Spread and shed the word. Or spread and share the word. Or all of the above. You're spraying your worms, aren't you? <laughs> on that note thank you very much for listening guys see you later bye now get social at go underscore fish marketing on instagram facebook and twitter